Hello, this is Shakaya of The Powers of Her, and as part of my class research project, I decided to produce this special episode. I hope you enjoy. Hello, my name is Shakaya. Today, we know that the Nordic countries are quite progressive when it comes to innovation and development from the implementations of sustainable and green architecture to the forward-thinking institutes, and is home to the Secretary General of NATO, Jens Stoltenberg, and Kygo, the DJ of the famous song Firestone. Yeah, and the fjords. The beautiful fjords. I know, I just wanted to say that cool word. But I digress. Today I want to dissect and then connect the ways in which gender equality is the push society needs to evolve and innovate sustainable and resilient futures for growth and global development. Organized education has not always been an equal opportunity with progressive thinking. No, there has been a lot of work and many movements and developmental impacts that have had to go into making the way of living in Norway today. I must point out that for most part of the Scandinavian countries, they have been undoubtedly the most progressive in the matters regarding gender equality for some time now. Between 1839 and 1842, women made the biggest strides toward paving the way for the demand of free and equal rights to be acknowledged in Norway. This reverberated around the world. They have also been known to spearhead natural and biophilic implementations that make their ecosystems and their planning sustainable. Street in Oslo that has been designated for pedestrian and public transport only. These impactful decisions are there to help their citizens and country become more sustainable, resilient, and most of all, in their conquest for accomplishing gender equality, their sustainable developmental goals. Now, I don't want to make it seem like they've got it all figured out. There are still a lower percentage of women not in high ruling political and executive decision making roles. So what does that mean? There's still work to do. But what they do have is the forward thinking necessary for innovation and global development. As we continue to move forward, Tackling these wicked problems that are aligned with accomplishing the sustainable development goals to become a 50-50 planet. So how has Norway managed to create such an innovative learning environment and how can other countries adopt these techniques? I want to also look at why adopting these ideologies could be beneficial in regards to gender equality and education to create positive impacts of global development. As you will hear in this next clip, there was a conflict between these children and the ways in which it was handled teaches fundamental social values instead of deprecation and authority. Working with values education is about increasing awareness of the conflicts and value choices we face. This situation is also about gender values and the different responsibilities for girls and boys about how to solve the conflict. 
Practitioners will constantly meet various dilemmas in their work. Eva Johansson says the dilemma is about different interpretation of values against each other, and different values can stand against each other. And everyday conflicts between children are often value-based conflicts. A peace researcher from Norway, Telstein Johnson, says at the same time it becomes apparent here that adults take responsibility and have an important broker role. And within that, it is a difficult and heavy burden. You should take very good time to listen and try to understand what has happened and get an understanding of other perspectives, even though you perhaps feel you could be contributing. This is very much about enabling. She states, enabling a conflict resolution powers in children and the participants. So what should children learn? I think preschools and primary schools should focus on social skills and also focus on teaching children to recognize their own feelings and that they learn how to recognize themselves. And these results are that the children are more independent, they can think for themselves, set boundaries, and show more respect for others, says Lif Magna Dutir, politician from Iceland. Throughout the Scandinavian region, children are exposed to a world without barriers. No boundaries based on their gender, no one to force them to pick dolls over a tractor, or designate specific jobs based on genders. This region has been the most neutral and progressive for many years. And with implications of climate change, inequality, and the political propositions that are being used to segregate and perpetuate tactics and ideologies that have not worked towards making the global social and economic sectors functional for all, how does the Scandinavian region do what they do? amongst all the chaos in this world. Norway has managed to make the necessary changes to ensure that each person's voice is heard, regardless of gender or sexual representation. This awareness and decree to treat each person equally has earned Norway a spot at the top amongst the global countries that constitute gender equality into their laws and practices. So what does this mean? Acknowledging the personal problem, not by gender, has proven to create better relationships and an understanding of self and others, and it provides for better policymaking. When we allow more people to have their voices heard, we open the door for more creative and open conversations and dialogues towards improving social and economic development, right? Well, when we take a closer look, Gender-inclusive environments is that these spaces acknowledge the future that these younger generations will be part of and the problems that they will have to face. Become more connected to their peers and their nature. They become good practitioners of mindfulness with happier, healthier lifestyles. They're more open to understand the dynamics of the problem or a conflict. And I noticed that these children work well with a team or in other collaborative practices. So why does this matter? All of these characteristics matter in terms of accomplishing our end goal. And that is to create a harmonious future with sustainability and resiliency. 
and treating each person equally, much as they have done in the Scandinavian region, and specifically Norway, is that they have allowed each person a voice. And as I previously stated, when we allow each person to speak up and share their creativity, share their own perspective, we have a better understanding of the world around us and we can better put the pieces to the puzzle together. The studies show that in gender neutral schools, these children and other students have more of a chance to become successful in life. Who doesn't want their kid to become successful, right? I mean, if they have a formula that will help towards this type of outcome, sign me up. I mean, I think that our dated traditional system needs to implement these reformations into their agenda, bottom line. Uh, we are all human and we all have, we all make mistakes and putting, putting people in parliament and house into these high decision-making positions, it can create a more open view to better tackle these, these larger, um, these larger issues. And when you're more open to be collaborative and open to, release your biases based on religion. We have the ability to innovate and we have the ability to evolve our minds. We had all of these, this surplus of, of jobs and we needed to figure out a way to fill them. And one way that we did this was we looked to the female market. And why did we do that? Because the men went to war. Great things that happened from the wars was women were able to join the workforce. We had innovation everywhere. And I think that this is because we were forced to work together and come up with a solution. Much like we are forced to come together today with this pandemic. And when I began this, I said I wanted to speak about how, how Norway's policy and approach to education uh, towards gender equality and how we can implement that in our society overall, global, national, local, it doesn't matter. They've obviously have techniques that work. So when we put all of these different techniques, ideas, characteristics and inclusivity and values, we have a clearer picture of what our future should look like. And I've con- I've said this before in previous episodes is that we have to be able to appoint certain individuals who will echo our own voices, who make our voices louder. And in regards to quality, it's no different. We must approach each situation as if we are taking care of our own family. And if we do that, we have a better connection, a better understanding of the problem and the potential outcome, the consequence of our decisions and the impacts of how that decision can affect future generations. So this constant dialogue of my religion or my politics keeps me away from treating a person equally is ignorant. 
we must approach each other as human first because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. I see human, I don't see race, a gender, a religion. I don't see any of this because this these things are what we are taught. And once we change the way that our education system is disseminated, we will never evolve this understanding and we will never treat each other equally. I think that today we are seeing the beginning of this evolution with people who are afraid of seeing what they've worked for crumble. So it's up to us, the next generation of decision makers, to help better understand these relationships, help better understand these implications of of not accepting each person as they come. And I'd hate to see how that plays out if we do not. A figure shared by the World Bank shows that countries benefit from an increase in wealth for women. When we are in jobs, when we have these abilities to take care of our families, when we have the ability to go out and become independent, what does that show us? That when we are all working together, we can truly live prosperously. We are coming into a world of climate impacts, of uh political and economic development that could possibly increase our uh, social impacts and and interactions. Um, I think that when we address gender equality, gender neutral education, we will then be able to evolve our overall understanding and approach to human relationships. Thank you, and I will leave you with a soundtrack that I finished.
I'd like to thank the University of Stavanger on YouTube for providing this information to make it available for us to make the decisions that we make every day. I want to thank you for listening to The Powers of Her. Love, light, and peace. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on YouTube and Instagram at The Powers of Her. Thank you.